0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: An international pop star now in the U.S. recording her first American album and a rock-solid country band led by two North Georgia brothers. Welcome to Music Friday Live. It's going to be a hell of a show today. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program brought to you by Solar City, your source of clean energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and I'm on every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Bringing you today and every week, hot new upcoming musical artist. And like I said, today we're going to talk to the London-based English-Greek pop star, Athena. And in segment number two, the brother Smith of Smith & Wesley. This is going to be a great show today, so stay tuned. Oh, I just want to let everybody know that it's really, really hot here in Los Angeles. And, of course, we don't have air conditioning in the studio because you could hear the air conditioning fans, and they would be very noisy. But I did tell my um, engineer I really want a little fan on. So if you hear a little buzz in the background, hopefully you don't, it's going to be that fan. So stay tuned. Hi, everyone. This is Patrick here reminding you that our first guest is coming right up, and this is your show. These artists are here to talk with you, so you can call in. You can call us at 347-215-7511, or you can email your questions and comments to live at gmail.com. Well, before our guest, I want to remind everybody that this is the 30th anniversary of the Black rock coalition of musical artists and that's an organization of of, uh, black musical artists rockers who it was founded in 1985 and to celebrate their 30th anniversary they are planning a huge celebration in new york city where their headquarters is so all of my new york listeners get ready they should check out the schedule because they're going to be producing an event a day for 30 days, okay? An event a day for 30 days. This is going to be lots of fun. So for all my New York listeners, check out their website. That's the Black Rock Coalition. And I just wanted to pass on the news, because you know I follow this, that SoundCloud is being sued by PRS, which is the License Fee Collection Service in the UK, you know, it's sort of like BMI here in the States. And they're being sued for failing to get a PRS permit and paying PRS royalties to musicians. Um, Apparently, they've been negotiating uh, for five years, and finally PRS decided to take the next step. Now, this is going to be really interesting, because as those of you who follow this know, SoundCloud is the way many emerging artists depend on just to get their music out. So I'm taking no position on the case, but I'm going to follow it because, as you know, I very strongly believe that musicians should get paid and they should make a living. So watch this space. I will um, keep you informed. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Athena joins us.
0: Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to net. Hi,
1: it's Patrick. I'm back now. And, you know, I have often remarked that as the music capital of America and possibly of the world – Los Angeles attracts talent from around the world, and the artists who come here bring with them international experience and international influences that really make Southern California music's mix a a very, very rich tapestry. Now, a colorful new thread is being added to that tapestry, Athena, the Anglo-Greek singer, actress, poetry, and prose author who spans two and now three continents. She's in L.A. wrapping up her first American-produced album and I want to welcome her to Music Friday Live. Athena, welcome.
2: Hi, good to see you. It's great to be here.
1: Um, I wish I could see you, but it's good to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> great to
2: hear you. <laughs> yes,
1: all right. Um, well, by now, um, you know I'm I'm very, very happy. I decided to stay a little bit longer at the Hotel Cafe when you were there and, and see you. Um, was that your first foray into the Los Angeles music market?
2: Yes, it was. That was my first uh LA concert. I've played it South by Southwest before, but that was my first LA gig.
1: Uh well you're you're wrapping up an album now, um, which I understand is your first album being produced in the United States. And I also understand that you're working with Ethan Allen. Are are you out yes. of his famous studio in Joshua Tree?
2: Uh no, I haven't been there. Um, but we've been recording at the Village Studios. Uh, in Los Angeles, which are gorgeous and so historic, you know, it's amazing how many am- wonderful records have been made there and records by artists I really admire and who, who influenced me. So it was a really wonderful experience actually being there.
1: Well, it, it's one of the legendary studios of Los Angeles, so congratulations on that, too.
2: Oh, well thanks. Speaking of England and
1: Greece, um, your music, your photographs, your interviews... All lead me to believe that your home is in London, but despite the song Finding England, I think your heart's really in Greece. Am I right?
2: <laughs> I guess my soul is Greek,
1: <laughs> and my
2: parents are Greek, um, but London is a very important place. I was born there. Um, I, I think I, I became the person I am in London. Um, Musically, and uh, but yes, I, I do go back to Greece to get inspired, and especially by the landscape and the people.
1: Well, Greece is, um, as you know, is is uh, well. First of all, let me ask you: is is the fact that that you're kind of geographically divided? Is, 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 is that a good feeling, or does it bring angst, or
2: Well, it can be a wonderful thing because um, you you know uh it's a great thing to be able to uh i'm kind of uh, a bit of both so um you know you get a taste of of the best of both worlds in a way i guess uh but it's also a sad thing because my my family split up you know my sister lives in greece and uh my friends some of my friends are in london i'm now in la <laughs> so uh it can be hard too
1: yeah okay well and of course greece is now undergoing some some serious problems, you know, the austerity program exactly. and high unemployment and current. But I noticed last night that uh, Greece appointed its first female prime minister. So you know, there's nothing yeah. like a woman to straighten out a mess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, en- en- enough of that. Okay. <laughs> um, I-, I know that you're happy being here in L. A. and I hope oh, that I you. Oh, I love it. You can call (laughs) LA your third home. And uh, you know, you've got a song that I I, think it's about LA. Listen
0: to this.
1: Now, since since I have spent a fair amount of time in London, I know that being ready for the sun is what people do every day, there, sometimes <laughs> without a lot of hope. Uh, but that song just sounds so cheerful. Uh, it's got to be about L.A. Are you going to burst my hometown bubble here?
2: No, not at all. Actually, uh, when I landed in L.A., I've been coming a lot in the last three or four years as um, I've had some work here doing co-writes with other artists and also having my own songs placed in film and TV over here. So I remember, like, even the first time I landed here, I thought, wow, this feels like home. I don't know what it is, but it feels like maybe Greece and London combined. Um, Hmm. I love, you know, the sense of jasmine. I'm, you know, all this kind of, the, the weather. But it's more than that. It's the friendliness of the people, and it's such an exciting place, too, so... It felt like Home Straight Away. I'm really happy to spend more time here.
1: Well, we're happy you here you are here. <laughs> but but you know, you're you're kind of a household word in England and in Greece. Uh, you've been all over British radio. Your music is in commercials and television shows and movies. You've even been the subject of a documentary on the BBC, probably something no other performer your age can say. Why is it taking you so long to get to the United States?
2: God knows. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some sooner, no, really. Um, I mean, I had been doing a few things, like um, a few years ago, I played at South by Southwest, and I, I haven't been, been doing co writes. For example, I wrote, um, I can't remember, it was a few years ago, I can't remember the exact year, but I wrote with um, Rebecca Martin, the New York um, sure. singer. Yeah, and we, uh, you know, for our album Growing Season, uh, we won the best folk a singer-songwriter album for the Independent Music Awards, for example. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of things that maybe people don't know about. I was kind of behind the scenes or, you know, Fastball, the uh, Texas band, um, I've written for them too. And so I've been doing a few things, but I guess um, now I've decided to um, actually make my own records and uh, do gigs in, in a bigger way.
1: Well, like I say, we're really glad you did. But let me ask you, is is this a tough market, the U.S., and specifically Los Angeles?
2: Well, I don't know. I feel like, well, the U.S. as a whole is obviously a huge country, so uh, that's hard, I guess, in its own uh, way. But uh, so far, L.A. has been really good to me. Um, From the first moment I got here, um, I very quickly met Ethan Allen, who really got my music and you know, is Ben Harper's producer, and a wonderful, wonderful human being, and super talented, and then very quickly kind of formed, formed my band, and I've been working, I feel so blessed to be working with these uh, great musicians, uh, all LA-based, um, you know, like Darren Johnson and Jimmy Paxson and Michael Ward and Jonathan Flower, you know, it's just, uh, okay. recording at The Village, it feels like a dream, It's it's been wonderful, so... Well. I don't know. That's it's so good to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's why we call it La La Land. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. a dream. Well, yeah. Now <laughs> you sing. You sing both in Greek and in English, and then sometimes you switch languages in mid-song, like you did in the song uh, "All Alone Am I," which uh, had uh, Dimitra Galani in it. Now, I studied Greek four years in high school. I don't know. Oh wow! I, I, I think I can say hello. Um, T canese kale? Is that close?
3: Oh, very good. Okay, but I you
1: know, I have a little feel I'm for it and, and it seems well after four years I ought to be able to say something. It seems to me that um it's not as as melodic a language as English. Now you're the expert. Which language do you prefer to sing in?
2: Um it's it's a very tough question. Um because Greek is more poetic I would say. So it's harder as a songwriter. It's I've written more in English, so maybe I'm more comfortable with English. But um, it, the, the words are longer, so it's kind of harder rhythmically to fit words into a melody. So in a way, you have to make more complex melodies. So it's just different. It's more poetic, I'd say. And um, that song you mentioned is by a very famous Greek composer, uh, Manos Hadidakis, who actually won an Oscar for his um back in the 60s or 70s um for his film music um so that was a tribute to him uh but yeah i mean i write my own greek songs too uh but that's more of a side project cuz i love the language and i just like to, uh, to do that okay. when I go back to Greece
1: mm-hmm. well, well it certainly works Now um, I want to talk to you about Your ability to bond with an audience uh, But I think that this song Which is actually my favorite of the new album You've got coming out Kind of really h- hints at it Let, Let's listen to a little bit of uh, I, I you
0: said lot. hello He said hello
1: Now, in this song, when you sing uh, the lines, this is so natural, this is so magical, I think about your presence on the stage in Hollywood last month. You came out, you were wearing these kind of raggedy denim shorts and a plain sleeveless blouse, very unprepossessing, but you really projected magic. And at the same time, you were totally approachable, you were totally natural. And that's kind of a rare skill to combine those two qualities. It's the skill that really, really good actors have. Have you ever thought about stage or screen? Thank you. <laughs>
2: um, no, I haven't, but I'm open to it. I mean, I did I did a course in London with Guy Trevis, um and uh actors from the uh Shakespeare Company, Royal Shakespeare Company. Um that was an amazing experience, but oh. for me, for me, um I'm not actually acting when I'm on stage. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm just trying to be as honest and as vulnerable as possible, um, and just, as you know, myself as possible. And I feel like, you know, if I can do that, um, maybe, you know, I can get to a deeper place where we can connect with the audience and other people who have been through similar things, and you kind of almost allow them to become vulnerable, too, by allowing yourself to be that way.
1: Well, you you do connect very well with an audience, and, and you know I I go to a lot of performances, and that that's something I uh, I look at. Now let's talk a little bit about the song. Uh, you bring me luck. Mm-hmm. It, it's so positive. It's so happy. It makes me kind of mm-hmm. run on the beach or dance. And so uh, I suppose that, that's that's it, it's about a special person. Is that am I right there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Um,
3: <laughs> Uh, we're talking
1: with uh, Athena about her forthcoming new album. Uh, you can talk with her too. You can you can call in at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. And the emails are coming in, so let's uh, let's answer some of these emails. And uh, let's start with Laverne in Pasadena. And Laverne says, "I didn't know about your performance at the Hotel Cafe, although I go there a lot." Where can we see you? Are you ever going to be singing in LA again? Well, you are, aren't you?
2: Yes, yes, definitely. Lots, I hope. <laughs> but there will definitely be uh, some more gigs coming up at this autumn. So, yeah, I'm um, okay. happy to let people know if they and, want to check my and website and, or social media. Yeah.
1: And how can uh, La- 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 where would you send Laverne to find out? And everybody else.
2: I think if uh the best way would probably be to uh join my mailing list and then they'll get all the updates. Um which would be on my website. Um uh do you want me to see yes, the please. website oh, or
1: that's why we're here, so yes.
2: It's Athena, A T H N A Fina, um music.co.uk. Oh, oh, so we, uh, a music co UK. Oh we Athena Music one word.
1: Yeah, we we can't really access U, uh, .uk as well, well from the states. Oh, you can.
2: Okay. Yes. There's a .com too. Um, Athena dot .com. Um, that's A T H uh, E N A, A N D R E A D I S .com, or my social media. You know, I'm on Facebook as Athena Music. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Athena Andriades. So that could be another way.
1: Okay, and we'll repeat those uh, before uh, you, you leave just to make sure that people get them all. So I'm going to post them on our on our website and tweet them out, too. Now, Oh, I great. Thank you. Of course. I understand that you are engaged in a charity, Love the Children. How did that happen? Can you tell us about the charity?
2: Yeah, so Save the Children uh, is one of the charities. Um, I think it's a U.S. charity, too, but um, I was involved with the U.K. Um, part of it. And it was a very moving experience. Actually, we uh, they invited me to sing my version of Silent Night for their UK uh, Christmas campaign. Um, and then I, you know, it, I was in the studio and I was watching this film of these kids dying of hunger, and it was it was just such a moving experience to be singing for a, a cause um, that it inspired me to do more. And I ended up uh, teaming up with Concern, which is another UK and Irish. Uh, charity as well as Starbucks, um, and we raised uh, money for, uh, we've been raising money in the, for the last year for um, families in need uh, in Greece and Cyprus, so it's something I'm, that's really important to me.
1: And and, and uh, how did you decide to, to, to work with those charities? Did they find you,
2: or did you find them? Uh, a bit of both. Um, some found me... Others I approached with the idea, or it was just um, like Starbucks were at my gig, and then we ended up talking. A guy from the marketing team was at my one of my gigs, so uh, different ways. But it's definitely something I'm trying to do more proactively. Good,
1: good for you. Uh, some more more emails here. Markey in Anaheim wants to know when the new album is going to be released, and you actually don't have a date yet, do you?
2: I don't, but it should be in a few months. Um, I think we'll probably release one song uh, very soon um, as a single, and then the whole album. That's usually how it works. But we're literally um, in the process of finishing the record, so we have to (laughs) wrap it up. (laughs) It's very early days, but, um, Uh, you know, hopefully very, very soon. uh,
1: uh, Nama in um, Pleasanton wants to know if you're shooting videos in the studio and are you going to post them?
2: Yes, good, good question, because uh, I think make the making of, make the process is so interesting, um, so actually I have been, um, I've had this really talented young girl, uh, LA-based artist uh, film me while um, recording in the studio, and film the musicians too, so we're going to be making a behind-the-scenes um, video, which actually should be out in just a few weeks, um, maybe a couple of weeks, it's almost ready. Um, So that will definitely give people a taste of the record way before it comes out.
1: Oh, that's fun. Is that going to go on a YouTube channel?
2: Yes, it's going to be on my YouTube YouTube channel, which is, again, Athena Andreatis, one word.
1: Okay, all right. And Billo here in L.A. says, um, I understand you're a pop singer, but are you also a pop singer in Greece?
2: Yes. So uh, what happened is I started my career in the UK, um, and um, as I got more well-known there, um, people in Greece were wondering, (laughs) who's this Greek girl (laughs) who's uh, in the UK (laughs) charts or whatever? (laughs) So I started getting a lot of requests from Greece and um, invitations, and I ended up uh, going back uh, to Greece and doing more shows there, and I ended up doing... uh, writing in Greek like i said earlier doing one record there um uh okay. you know I, I use the term pop more broadly in terms of like you know popular uh, connecting with a, a larger audience rather than you know right uh, more of a as a broader term yeah
1: okay all right um well not not all of your songs are sort of uh Poppy and about dancing happiness. You can also deliver some pretty powerful emotion, and you let's let's listen to one of those songs in which you do that. Wild, wild
0: flower in your
1: Now, starting again in a relationship mm-hmm. is always awkward. I mean, it takes a while yeah. to feel safe. <laughs> Maybe the other person doesn't feel the same, you know, you and, and yet you know so much about each other and you know so little in the moment. Uh, did you sit and think about that and draw on past experience? Because you really nailed it.
2: Oh, thank you. Well, the thing is, um, I like writing on on you know a couple of different levels often so the song could be about one thing on one level and another thing on another and then often people will come at gigs or tell me they thought the song was even about a third thing so it's wonderful how everyone can have their own uh, interpretation Uh, but I definitely I was thinking both about relationship and about relocating because I uh, you know when I decided to move to LA and uh indefinitely I don't know how long I'll be here for. It's it's a hard thing, you know, both yeah. uh on a relationship level and just changing your life and in a way starting again, um making new friends and that kind of thing. Uh but in terms of the relationship it's about the same guy as uh you bring me luck. <laughs> I kind of uh,
1: Intuited that but I wasn't going (laughs) to (laughs) ask
2: Well okay I'm telling you Um, But you know how At first you meet someone and it feels like Wow this is so natural I feel like I know this person like I've met them before In another life or something You know really You know how you feel so familiar with someone Even though you don't know them And then further down the line uh, You know things come up and challenges And life challenges and you kind of uh, got to work through them, and yeah, and that, I guess wildflower, you know, how to start again is um, the, what happens next.
1: <laughs> You've got another song in there that uh, alludes to uh, the uh, the of of starting over. So you let's let, let's listen to a little bit of uh, everything to me.
0: You Pick up the pieces and you start again. Where And who Knows Where It's like A mountain
1: Pick up the pieces and we start again Who knows where and who knows when It's like a mountain, like an ocean I don't want to lose again Those lines sum up the kind of fear, joy, courage Of trying again Where did that song come from And and, and how can you articulate the emotion or, t- or turmoil so well?
2: Well, uh, I'm often inspired by nature And I think that song uses a lot of those metaphors of you know, how do you tell a river to stop flowing down the mountain? It just happens. It's how life is. And um, I guess I was trying to capture the um, the fact that when you're about to commit to, you know, say I do and commit to someone for a much longer relationship and for the long term, it's scary, too. But it's also yeah. almost inevitable um, if you want that, you know to kind of have to take the leap of faith and go for it. So that's what it was trying to express.
1: Well, the bridge in that song shifts into a a kind of a muted driving beat, and you put a little echo on your voice. And and what it feels like is that there's a voice inside of you that's talking, that's telling you to go ahead and take that leap. Is that what you intended Mm -hmm. with that bridge?
2: Yes, exactly. There's well, something it, it, that's saying this is so natural like there's something driving you even though you, you know, your mind, your head might be saying, "Oh my god, I don't know if I can do this." But there's something <laughs> deeper that's saying, "Go for it."
1: <laughs> right. Well, well, that you, you really did it well and I like the way in which you used the used the bridge and that little bit of echo uh, that was uh, extremely huh. well done. Um, Thank
2: you. And that's a lot. Ethan, obviously he's an amazing producer. So he, he's really great with those sounds. Yeah.
1: My my, uh, tip of the hat to Ethan. Um, (laughs) You know, listening to your music is is not a casual experience, but unfortunately there's another experience that's not casual and that's called the clock. Uh, We just ran out of time. (laughs) I know. Uh, (laughs) Athena, It's so lovely talking to you. Oh, well, I have a great time talking to you. And since, and I'll I'll try I will make your your other LA um performances as soon as you you put a schedule up and and when the album comes out, comes back out comes out uh let me know and we'll have you back on the show if if you do you think you'll have I time to that. do I think
3: yeah Okay oh, all right
2: I would love to <laughs> oh,
1: Well we'd love to have you and I've, and and I and my apologies to the people who emailed in uh we're not going to get to your emails so so there it is. Uh, well Athena, thank you so much for be, for taking the time to be with us today.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Uh that's Athena. Now you can follow her online at www.athenaandredis.com. That's spelled, and correct me if I'm wrong in this, uh Athena. A T H E N A A N D R E A D I S dot com. Did I get that right?
0: Yes. Absolutely. Uh,
1: okay well I, I'm going to uh, tweet that out uh, just to make sure that everybody gets the spelling right follow Athena on Twitter and at uh, uh, the same the same name as her Twitter handle follow her on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram sign up for her newsletter on the website and uh, she'll tell you when the new album is ready and in the meantime pick up a copy of her album peeling apples you'll and if you When you go to her site, go to the store, and if you fell in love with her like I did, you can even get a print to put up on your wall, okay? We have to take a break right now, and when we come back, straight out of North Georgia, Smith & Wesley Rocks always on the We're back, and um, although I am uh, uh, well, first of all, we've got to we've got to talk uh, a little bit about one of our our sponsors here, and in fact, we have to uh, we have a great sponsor that uh, I want to talk to you about, and that is uh, Solar City. You all know about Solar City; they are the people who will bring you solar energy for your home without any upfront cost. So. I want you all to check it out on, on my website, and that's Solar City. and there's a phone number there that you can call. I'm not going to give it out in the air right now, but there's a phone number there that you can call, Solar City. They will put solar on your house. There'll be no upfront cost, and you can cut your energy bills by as much as half. Actually, when I solarized my house, my energy bill did fall in half, I mean, literally, because the sun was making all the energy. And you just pay for it every month like you do your energy bill, except, you know, it's the sun's making it for you, so so that's Solar City. And uh, check out uh, the, my website, and we'll tell you all about how to, to go about putting solar on your house. If you haven't been ready for solar, solar's ready for you now at Solar City. Well, even though I'm in the urban heart of pop, rock, rap, and most other music, I love country. There's just something joyful about the rhymes and the lyrics and the instrumentation of country-western music. Now, I know that it's, it's getting hard to tell country from glam rock these days, but there are bands that don't do country rock. They do rock-solid country, which exactly is what Smith & Wesley does. These two brothers, Scott and Todd Smith, and their band perfectly blend electric guitar licks, gut-busting blues feelings, rock beats, and down-home country writing. Their debut album, uh, Traces and Chances," just came out, and it's going to blow the doors off of any Georgia barn or Hollywood nightclub. But best of all, they're here with us right now on Music Friday Live. Welcome.
4: Thank you, Patrick. Thanks. It's a pleasure
5: to be here.
1: Now we've got to, since there are two of you, we've got to let our audience know who's who. So first of all, Todd, say your name. Uh, I'm, I'm this Todd Smith. Okay, and now Scott.
4: And I'm Scott Smith.
1: Okay. All right. Now we can tell who's who. All right. The next question is: I understand that you originally had a name called the Brody Johnson Band, and that you renamed it when your father West Smith died. Could you tell us about your dad and how he affected your music? Yeah, uh, so
4: you want me to, yeah, I'll take it first. Um, you know, it's we've always played music, even uh, you know when we were growing up, you know, our, pretty much our whole lives. So, uh, dad. Dad always enjoyed sitting around and listening to us uh, play guitar and sing and and I think he just uh, never missed the show. We were playing somewhere local and even if he had to drive a little bit, he would go and he was that type of dad that would stay till closing time just to uh, give you a few critiques after the show even whether uh, you know the guitars were too loud or I couldn't hear vocals or good job. So dad uh, also had a lot of influence probably on our style that you hear on this CD, just from the fact that, you know, when Todd and I were younger and ride on family vacations, uh, Dad would have the the music playing in the car, so we got introduced to all the country classics and a lot of the legends, you know, early on. So uh, I think we were singing along to just about every word of every country song that was being played. And uh, so he, he, he did have a great influence, and he was just a tremendous asset to being supportive of, you know, of what made us happy and what we enjoy doing. And I think that's one of dad's mottos was uh, you got to enjoy what you do. You want to be successful at it. And that's kind of what I'll say. And thought if you want to add anything else.
6: No, that about covers it. He, he got to see one of his, the last shows before he passed away earlier this year, we uh, opened up for Alan Jackson at uh, the inaugural gala for governor nathan deal in georgia and uh, that was one of the last probably the last show he he ever saw us play and that was that was that one was happiest of of seeing us open up for somebody like alan jackson and and so that i know that makes him happy and it makes us happy that that we can uh you know have his name as as part of the, the band name
1: and it makes yeah, us yeah. happy that uh, he he gave he was the influence he was because that means that we get uh, your, your music. Now, I have said that your new album, uh, Choices and Changes, is rock solid country. So I want to give our audience a, a sample of exactly what I mean by that.
5: We'll pick it line Had to keep on working To keep his family filled Till his friends turned their back on him Put a price tag on his head well, Take your 30 pieces Don't lay that money
1: down That uh, that's a very tough message song. Was that about your actual grandfather?
4: <laughs> it yeah. was, and actually, it's about our grandfather and our dad. So,
1: well, why did you decide to write that particular song? Is is there a larger story in that song about about the country?
4: Uh, there, yeah, I thought I'll start. Um, you know, there is a much bigger story behind this song, and. You know, being, being singer-songwriters, and, and we're not any different than other singer-songwriters, uh, that take, and, take an emotion and, you know, and rather than externalize it, and, of course, rather than probably going out and saying something you wish you hadn't have said in the moment, count to ten, you know, we take that emotion and express it, you know, in our feeling in a song, which is exactly what we did here. And so, you know, the song is about betrayal and kind of friends, who you think you're friends kind of turn on you, which everybody has experienced. So uh, you know there was a situation with our father that Todd called called me up on the phone and of course we were venting about it and so I said well why don't you why don't we go to the cabin and so we went to the cabin and this is just how we got out our frustration is to put it in a song and Todd originally uh, I, I guess he wouldn't mind me telling you he originally uh, called me and said I have uh, thirty pieces of silver in different bags with all these folks names on them that I'm going to mail to them. Referring to the thirty pieces, you know, that Judas got for betraying Jesus. So I thought, hey, wow,
3: what
4: what a great idea for a song. And this is kind of how it came out. So we went ahead and threw in the the first part of the song is a story about our grandfather who, you know, had a similar experience with some friends turning on him as he, you know, worked in the coal mines uh, up in
6: Tennessee.
1: Well, of course it was only in the south. Yeah, it's only in the yeah.
6: south. You know, in the, growing up in the south,
1: we
6: we have nice ways of saying not so pleasant things.
3: <laughs> and so,
6: you know, it's kind of like bless your heart and those kind of things. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, take that train down south is another way of telling people to uh, go somewhere.
1: Okay. All right. Well, having uh, been, been born in Texas and spent 13 years in Atlanta, I, I, and have a huge family in Georgia, um, I, I know what you mean but when I, the result it's it was also about um a labor dispute and about the coal mines and of course the coal industry is is now being depressed by the low natural gas prices and i don't know with was, was were you also talking a little bit about about the labor issue in there
6: no that was just really it it was our, our grandfather he he ran an independent uh, trucking company and uh-huh. and it was just about there was a strike and, and he had to keep food and on the plate the and money coming in and just and, and broke the picket line just to, to keep working. Okay, That's really there wasn't right. a social agenda other than other than that.
1: And then okay, the repercussions
6: right. of them going after him afterwards.
1: Uh uh there are some things about country music that some of us up north and out west have to think a little bit about, and one of them is the the way and the frequency uh, in which country talks about uh, drinking. And, and I wanna I wanna play one of your your songs, and then uh, kind of s- circle back uh, around to that particular topic. This is. Uh, this- That is a stellar piece of musical craftsmanship. The, the the writing and the arrangement of that is spot on. Steve and Josh nail the highs with the electric guitars, and you bring us down to a really nice sober earth in the bridge. So you managed to be familiar in, that, in, that, in the form of that song, but you were really innovative in the instrumentation at the same time. It's really, really good. But let me ask Thanks. you, does that glorify drinking, or does it warn against it?
4: Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's another song that's that's basically about life and, you know, it's just about the way things, you know, happen every day. But I don't think it's intended to glorify drinking other than just to simply point out there's the fun things about it and there's the bad things about it, just like any situation. So I think it kind of has its serious moments and it has its funny moments. And, you know, uh, starting out, it you just kind of explains it starts out just kind of explaining, you know, about having a drink and how it may make you funny and it may make you, you know, get in a fight. And then towards the end of the song, uh, it can have another funny part about you waking up the next day not knowing something crazy that you did. Uh, or it can lead to, just like in the song, uh, you know, your spouse gets kind of tired of you taking it a little too far. So I think it's a, it's a representation of the whole album about, you know, it, it is about life, and people do kind of make choices, and there is repercussions to those choices. And and you know, it's without without those experiences, life would be boring, as Todd would say. Uh, but that's just pure and simple. It's just kind of a song about both sides of the coin.
6: Yeah, it's just like you know, uh, most songs. Uh, just like a lot of things, it, it's your perspective. You know, you you start out talking about country music and where it is today. Well, country is country is to different people different things, and so just like in a song, a song may mean one thing to one person, but has a totally different meaning in, in reference to someone else. And that's the great thing about music is everybody can hear the same, hear one song, and have two different versions of of what they think it means.
4: Mm-hmm. And so I think I think if you if you really listen to the bridge in that song. It'll give you an idea. A bridge, to me, is so important to some songs in the meaning, and I think that bridge really lays out that it's all fun and games, but you know everything should be in moderation, and if you take it a little too far, and, and the bridge specifically you know, kind of says it'll lead your soul to search and it can get a hold of you if you're not careful.
1: <laughs> and, and that's part of the, the stellar musical craftsmanship in that song is that the, the way you did use that bridge. Uh, you, you guys r- really know what you're doing quite well. Uh let's 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 go to some of the uh the emails here because otherwise my email box is going to fill up. Um this is uh t- from Sorel in Boston and Sorel says um I I love your songs and I love the way you uh add guitars, electric guitars into country music. Is there also a slide guitar and a banjo in your band? I think there yeah, is uh, a banjo. There is,
4: when, when, yeah, when we play a we play a full band. Um, It's just like when we did our showcases here recently in Nashville and Atlanta. We carried the full band, and it includes resonator guitars, banjos, two electric guitars, you know, playing twin guitars with the flavor of a little, you know, Allman Brothers or Marshall Tucker twin leads. And uh, it's it's an eight-piece band when we're all there together.
1: And we have another uh, instrumentation question here. This is from uh, Lee in San Francisco, and Lee says, uh, "Is there anybody in the band who plays the fiddle? I f- think I heard a fiddle in there someplace."
6: Not, that's the one thing we don't have is a fiddle. Um, not that we don't like the fiddle; we, we love the fiddle. I mean, um, but uh, we just uh, uh,
1: it, at some point it starts to get crowded. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bigger stage. Well, Melee, uh, uh, let, let me recommend that you buy the album, put on your earphones and listen real carefully because apparently there's not a fiddle in there. Or maybe you're hearing something just like, just like Todd said, that everybody hears something different in the music. And speaking of buying the album, uh, guys, where do people go to buy the album?
4: Uh, right now, you can go to iTunes or Amazon, either one, and and that's probably the the two biggest places that you can pick up the album.
6: Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, uh, we're appreciate. about to. Yeah, you can also uh, hopefully by next week it'll be ready. We'll you'll if if for those that like to have actual hard copies of a CD and liner notes and everything, people that still do that, we'll have that to, that you can purchase from uh, our website as well as well as different merchandising shirts, hats, that kind of thing. I and, I have to,
1: and I happen to have one of those hard copy CDs. Uh, thank you. You give me a little advanced copy. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully well done, and uh, it. Uh, and I really recommend that people if they can, if they get the hard copy CD. I mean, I, I understand that it's really convenient to go to iTunes and download it, and I don't want to discourage anybody. But keep in mind that you get a bigger sonic range on the C D than you do when you download because when you download it's compressed and it cuts off some of the highs, so you're not going to get quite quite the richness. And you also aren't going to get all this wonderful information that's in here. So I recommend you get the you, you, you get the C D. It's uh it's really worth the effort and the the uh the extra money. Um now there's another one of your songs that I love a lot. In fact, you know, I love the whole album. Um, and I think anybody can understand what you're you're saying in this song. So let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of music.
5: Been working at the factory, dang near all year long. Time off around the corner, oh this feeling's getting strong. Called up a few buddies of mine to head down to the Sunshine State. Made a pact, we ain't coming back Until the blues are blown away Roll in the town after being southbound Dang near all day long Salt water rather the breeze in my hair Left the cares in the world at home
1: First of all, let me say I really love the, the, the songwriting in that and the way you weave in the guitar. Uh so what's the story? Did you guys just have to take off one day and um uh, or is that and that's something we all understand? And uh and who's on the banjo back there?
4: Well, the in in the studio, the banjo is actually Shane Hill, the producer of the album, uh put some banjo in there for us. So uh and, and shouts out shout out to him. He captured every little bitty piece of what we intended on the songs which is so important you know sometimes producers want to drive a certain way but Shane was just you know critically just great about trying to get every little aspect of what we wanted to feel in the song so shout out to him but this song uh you know I was taking a trip actually down to Florida uh and we were going to go down to actually have a songwriting session to uh Sit on a balcony and, and and write a few more songs. So uh, this song actually came out of that trip to say, hey, you know, it was just an idea that popped up. It's the, every now and then, people just want to kind of leave work, take a break, take vacation, go blow off some steam, and and uh, added a little funny flavor to, you know, you plan on going to the beach, but not saying this happened on our trip, of course, but uh, <laughs> somebody's but some somebody's would get together and possibly never even uh, see the beach and kind of. Enjoy the nightlife a little too much, so uh, it, it was just one of those ideas that just kind of popped in popped in your head and just kind of went down on paper almost too easy.
1: Well, it, it sure made a great song, right? Now, uh, uh Todd, uh, you had a solo career for a while. Can you tell us a bit about that and and why you decided to link up with your brother and form the Brody Johnson Band and later the Smith and Wesley Band?
6: Well, I had I had left early on, and and just uh, I, I was with originally with another band that that I was with, and and uh, it uh, played bass and uh, sang the high harmony in that one. But um, it, it then I, as bands do tend to do sometimes uh, they they split up and and got the opportunity to go on my own, uh, fortunately, and and I signed an artist development deal with uh, DreamWorks, and at the time. Right as I was on the shelf in recording, uh, Universal bought DreamWorks and, and basically, long story short, decided to keep uh, the folks that were out there being marketed, marketed. Anybody that was on the shelf,
1: they got let go. So, that, but
6: that story's oh. that a lot of folks have that kind of story.
1: Uh, that sounds like it's material for a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Well, now, it's not. That's about this, but uh,
6: you
4: know, the album was basically complete—a full album complete. You know, ready to go, and it's very unfortunate. It really, you know, got to be shared, but uh, I still have a copy of that, and it was, you know, just amazing, stellar work. It was, uh, you know, just very unfortunate they didn't uh, ever get to be out there.
1: We got, we got uh, the the emails are still coming in. I would, there's a couple of them that I think are very interesting. Here, Erica in New York City uh, asks. The electric guitar is seems to be very important in your music. Did one of you learn the electric guitar early on, and was one of you in a rock band early on?
4: <laughs> I think Todd and I you know, are just, you know, really enjoy all kind of music. I mean, really, it's the, it's the country classic, it's the modern, traditional, and you can also tell there's a little flavor of, of course, of southern rock, so you know living in the south uh you know we we had the Leonard Skinner, the Marshall Tuckers and and uh, all the good southern rock albums uh we also are, are a fan of blues so you can hear the little uh, blues flavor especially like in save me you'll hear absolutely. the blues flavor so so I must you know when I was in the studio I, I didn't want to overdo it but I would ask the producer is there any way we can kind of you know add some roads here can we add some d 3 and they were like love it absolutely let's do it and so you know you have to balance all that out, but I hope it came across with and uh, what it was really intended to be, and that's you know not to be one specific one specific cut of music, but you know just the just the musicality to show that fits the song and and really had no boundaries, and I think
1: that's the songs we love to do. Well, and and we love to listen to them too. We have a lot of people who are asking um, uh, what your tour schedule is. And I understand you're actually not going to be touring until next year. Is that correct? Well, Well, we may do
6: some tours end of it. We're just promoting right now, and 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 doing radio tours or radio tours of stations and and that kind of thing.
3: so. Mm -hmm.
6: So there's. So it'll be a while.
1: I'll
4: tell, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, well, I'll explain it this way. We we absolutely, you know, we enjoy writing the music. We enjoy recording the music, and but we absolutely enjoy playing the music and performing in front of crowds. That's 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 why we do this too. And uh, we're never going to say no to a venue. If there's a venue that that we can play at, we're going to jump on the bus and we're going to go entertain and have a ball. But as far as uh, you know, planning tour schedules. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll be working on next year's, but we have some pending dates that we're uh, discussing. You know, till then, that we would, we love to go play music. So if anyone out there has a venue they want us to check into, we'd be glad to come see them and schedule permitting, we'd love to come share some music with them.
1: Uh, where uh, where would people go? Do you have a newsletter that folks can sign up for?
6: Yeah, they can go to our, our Website which is Smith and and they can sign up through Facebook or Twitter or or there's some also some uh, Spots on the website where you can contact us directly to sign up for email newsletters or then of course, then there's also our uh, uh, our media rep and uh, Management folks you can contact there
1: Okay, well uh, we are getting a little tight on time, and I wanted to give people uh, an opportunity to to hear your sweet side. So this is uh, one of your sweet songs. Let's play a little bit of this one. Well, there
5: have been times when we barely talked But through those times we knew the truth It'll take more than that for us to fall Cause, girl, I love loving you So oh, I may never know just
1: what it is Well, that, that, that song needs no commentary. It's self-explanatory, and it, it's something... You hope to hear from both sides of every relationship, and uh, I, I really hope that that one goes to the top of the charts. What prompted you to write it, uh, and who's who's doing the singing there? Uh, that's Scott
6: doing the lead there, and I'm doing the harmony. Um, uh, you know, it was just one of those songs where it, you sit down and, and just start to write it, um, and it just... It's it's kind of you know sometimes you sit down and say I want to write this and let's write a song about this and it just and then other times you get a thought in your head and you just kind of go with it and so uh, that was for me it was just a thought in the head at the time and and you know uh, there may or may have been somebody behind that that song or not but um, yeah I, you know it's ever uh, ever like I said it's a song that we've actually played it at uh, someone's uh, wedding reception. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, and there's a couple of songs on there that we've done the, the same for that people will say, well, we want you to play this, you know, uh, You're the Ones, another one of those, or Prove My Love. There's none of those songs that folks just, it's, it, mean, it has that meaning to them, and, and so it's it's nice when people say
1: that about your songwriting. Well, we've we've got a, a lot more people here who who heard you say that you're not going to be touring for a while. But uh, but let me just tell all of them that that you will be back on the road at some time. If they have a suggestion for you, they should go to your website and uh, and, and let you know. And uh, you know, I I hope to see you in L.A. Um, our our local uh, absolutely, national, we have a, a a number of local um, national public radio stations here, and one of them, KCRW, produces a series called Country in the City along with the Annenberg Foundation, then they bring country music into the center of LA. We've had Wynonna and Greg Allman and Shelby Lynn and and others and and these and I'm sure that that you would uh, really really make a lot of people happy. So um I, w- when you get set to go back on the road, uh, check into LA, there's a lot of people here who would love to hear you. It's, at least I think so. <laughs> right? Well, well thank we, you are out of time unfortunately so once again uh let's let's make sure that everybody knows how they can uh they can follow up with you the uh the album is choices and chances you can get a copy and you should um you can get a download on itunes amazon.com uh and and when will the uh the cds be available
4: uh they're available right
1: now yeah they're available now Okay, so they're available now, and so you should go to uh, their website. And I, I really recommend you get a CD. The music quality is a little bit better, and uh, they this, they really put a, a lot of work into this uh, the CD and everything. It's really worthwhile. So I want so uh, I want to say first of all, thank you very much for taking the time to, to be with us today. We really enjoyed you. Thanks for well, having. me. We
4: enjoy being here. Absolutely.
1: Hey. Once again, the album is Choices and Chances. It's uh, by Smith and Wesley, and you can get a copy, and you should get a copy, on iTunes, Amazon.com, or you can follow them uh, Follow them on Twitter, you can follow them on Facebook, and you can follow them online. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA Network and the Blog Talk Radio Network and all of our radio affiliates. You can like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds. You'll get real time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at cyberstationusa.com. That's cyberstationusa.com. Just go to the archives. Be here next Friday. New Zealander Jackie Bristow is going to return. She's got a new album. And we're also going to welcome a very, very, very interesting alt-pop talent. You've seen her on TV. Christy Young is going to be with us, Christy Young. So check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page for details. And now, y'all have a great musical weekend. Bye.